Welcome to this edition of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where three mostly normal and somewhat cynical adults discuss life as members of the TV generation. Now here are your hosts, Darth Jada, Jason Mitchell, and Adam B. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good evening, Hindsiders, and welcome to another special episode of your favoriteest podcast, Hindsight is Horrifying. Yes, indeed, with your much harried uh, audio engineer slash video engineer, and I've got a lot of buttons to push. Slash producer, <laughs> slash director. He, push, he pushes a lot of buttons. I do push a lot of buttons. That's one of his favorite things to do. Speaking of pushing buttons, I don't know why, um, what are we watching tonight? We are watching The Big Hit, starring Marky Mark. Of and Marky the Fun Bunch? The Funky Bunch? <laughs> oh, those guys. <laughs> Uh, I, for one, miss the days of Marky Mark rapping about Sunkissed, but whatever. So uh, this movie is called The Big Hit. It also stars quite a few famous people. You've got Elliot Gould, Christina Applegate, Lou Diamond Phillips. Well, let's be fair. Elliot Gould is in the movie. It was a very short. It was very, very, you know. He had quite a few scenes. Uh, you okay? Yeah. I don't he, know. He, he yes. and the mom play a pretty prominent role. They they play the parents of Christina Applegate in this yes, movie. Yes. Yes. So anyway, <laughs> Christina Applegate. Yeah. Mm. Whatever happened to Christina Applegate? Oh, Adam has. She some just news made on the that. news today. What? She was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Sadly. Oh, oh no. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's been working through a lot of serious illnesses, hasn't she? Yeah, because she oh. had a double mastectomy a while back oh. due to her breast cancer. Oh. Which Bummer. Just, yeah, I know. Just, well, f- you know, geez. 20 years ago in this film. Yeah. She was go, smoking hot. Let's go back to 1998. Still still yeah, yeah exactly. Say, yeah. Credit where credit is due. But yeah, uh, so this movie, uh, for those of you who have not seen this ridiculously amazing. Yes, this ridiculously awesome movie. The synopsis is... To pay off his second girlfriend's debt, hitman Melvin Smiley undertakes a kidnapping job with his usual associates. In a world of prospective Jewish in-laws and late movie fees, the hitman falls in love with the victim and must settle the score with those out to double-cross him. Thanks to Uptown on IMDb for that helpful synopsis. <clears throat> Let, let's be honest, though. What this movie actually is is a Hong Kong action comedy yeah. directed by a Hong Kong action star and director, but sort of like as an experiment, it was just shot as an American movie with American actors. By How do large. you say the director's name? Chi Kirk? Um, C-H-E dash Kirk Wong. I, I, no I, thought, I thought it was just Kirk Wong. Well, maybe that's what he goes by. Oh, I don't know. Officially. No, but he, he's, yeah, he's a Hong Kong guy. Uh, he's been working for many, many, many years. Uh, tons of credits. But it was like, they said, let's do a Hong Kong action movie. But just as an American movie. And surprise, surprise, it, it doesn't work. No. <laughs> because Imagine. literally all the humor is Hong Kong action movie humor. And it just comes across as so campy and bad well at least it doesn't take itself too seriously but there's there's oh no it definitely doesn't well it sort of does in the beginning we were discussing this off camera jason uh when you said how it sort of seemed like a regular action movie for the first 45 minutes until it it took a nosedive but it realized that it was a comedy so i don't why when i originally saw this movie i thought it just took itself too seriously but then i realized as i got older that it was intentionally funny and campy. Yeah, it's almost like they started it thinking it would be 
more serious yeah, and, the, and then so. as it yeah. went along they, they had to go the comedy route yeah because you've got avery brooks who's almost comically <laughs> i forgot about yeah. hawk 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 and captain cisco oddly enough oh that's right i knew i playing knew opposite someplace. somebody who is named, named cisco, cisco. Yeah. yeah lou diamond phillips i mean that's the one person who definitely took this project too seriously. <laughs> I, I think Lou Diamond Phillips is the the hands down star of the movie. It's his movie. He I mean, was definitely Ma- owning the character. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He owned it. I, I mean, Mark Wahlberg's whole character is just I'm really nice and I'm a bad guy from Boston. And he's so soft spoken. <laughs> yeah, it's utterly ridiculous. He's so wildly insecure. And, and he's such a Mary Jane. <laughs> I mean, it's just I can I could walk into a room with 500 bad guys, and as long as I have my lucky spoon, I'll kill them all. <laughs> yeah, he's like the top. Yeah. He's a gold medalist assassin. <laughs> he's better than everyone else on his team, but he's constantly getting steamrolled by Cisco and made fun of by the other team members because he's completely whipped by his two girlfriends, who are both and, absolute gold diggers. Now, explain to the listeners why is he so weak in that regard what's his character trait that makes him like that uh well there in the original script there was actually a backstory to that about how his parents died and what really made him so insecure but that didn't make it to the final cut because of time and budgetary constraints but you you must have something in mind because i'm not sure Uh, the the fact that he has an almost pathological need to have people like him to be loved he hates the idea of anybody disliking him and lou diamond phillips in a dick move says Mel, there are plenty of people you've killed over the years whose family members probably aren't that fond of you. And that just throws Mark Wahlberg into a tailspin. Is he, he clearly never thought about that when he was assassinating people. Well, it's, it's a stupid decision to have a character that his whole thing is he has to have people like him. And then you edit out the parts where it explains well his parents died and this and that yeah, that's, and it gave him this cycle as as it is it's just the hell's wrong with you yeah he's just but if they didn't edit it out the movie would be another 20 to 30 <laughs> yeah, that's history. true that's they true knew, they knew yeah where their bread was being <laughs> the buttered. audience can only take so much <laughs> oh we're getting to the scene with the magic night vision goggles <laughs> the ninth let, let's talk about it's the, not 90s. the first movie that's had those yeah but these are very special night vision goggles though uh, because yeah. these are the ones with they have little moving targets <laughs> it's that, like a video game <laughs> yeah it's, i don't know how that's supposed to work this is the first hong kong action set piece with Marky Mark and Jorts. Yeah, this is yeah. This, <laughs> hey, it was so the nine. It was the nineties. Yeah. yeah. Was this his first film foray after being a rap dude? Let's find out. I don't. I don't, I don't remember. think so. It sure seemed like it from an acting standpoint. I mean, I can see why it would have kept him in the acting game because he ended up in a four-year relationship with the uh, the uh, actress China uh, Chow. China Chow. Oh, is that right? Yes. 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 They were together for yeah, a while. that chemistry and, that you see on screen is real. And you will never believe who uh, she's with now, gentlemen. <gasps> Martin <Ooh>. Lawrence, <laughs> who was supposed Elliot to Gould? be in this yeah. film. Elliot Gould. <laughs> oh God, Elliot he Gould wishes. Young Asian women. <laughs> no, she's been Capricorn in a relationship <laughs> since <laughs> since 2018 with. Billy Idol. What? I would have never guessed that. Never. That is so weird. Just yesterday, I listened to White Wedding, and I I thought, whatever happened to To Billy Billy Idol? Idol. Well, now I know. Now Now I know. Last Last time I saw him, he was in The Wedding Singer. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> and that was that was what forty years ago. Thereabouts, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting close. He couldn't let go of his MTV, so he yeah. aged like the dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see what his first movie was, Mark. Well, Mark the uh, the cast. It it's an interesting cast because you do have you've got the star of the movie, Lou Diamond Phillips, <laughs> um, who is an actor who I don't, I don't know. He, like he sort of fizzled, and I feel really bad about yeah, that because he was kind of brat packish there. For Everyone a while. loves him. He was in Young Guns. Yeah. And, like, oh, fantastic. La Bamba. La Bamba. Mm -hmm. And he's he is a very talented actor. Yeah, like, I I like Blue Diamond. Do you, do you know how old Richie Valence was when he went down in that plane in Iowa? Oh, young. I don't know. Eighteen. Eighteen. Aww. Eighteen years old. Jesus. How old was the Big Bopper? Twenty. Oh, he's the old guy. <laughs> no, because I was looking it up. Uh, Buddy Holly was twenty three, still a baby. Jesus. A Big Bopper. He was probably an ancient twenty eight or twenty nine yeah, years probably old. Probably so. Boy, what, what a horrible plane crash that was. Yeah. Okay, so if we're not the, talking about Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch video shorts and uh, Calvin <laughs> Klein. Video shorts. Uh, the Funky Bunch. It looks like the first foray into any kind of acting was on the Ben Stiller show. Mm. Wow. That he played it himself, so it wasn't that big of a stretch. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and then the first movie, the first role he played that wasn't him being himself was in a movie called The Substitute in 1993. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Ryan Westberg. I, I remember The Substitute. Uh, but, yeah. yeah it, Mystery horror? What was it? Um, Action, wasn't it? Action. I did, I did not the, see The um, Substitute. Uh, going back to uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, the last thing I saw him in was probably just a couple of years ago. And do you guys watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Oh, yeah. I have watched it. Okay. It's very funny. Did the end of season four, beginning of season five, they do this thing where Jake and Rosa go to jail, and uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is one of the prisoners. What? How did I not notice that? Yeah, he's he's the prisoner who like uh, is going to kill Jake, and Jake's got a snitch on him and all that stuff. Yeah. What did he have yeah. a shaved head or like? Mm. Did they make him look different or something? I'm. No. I'm completely blanking on this somehow because no. no, I, I remember that episode. <clears throat> he's got he's got facial hair, but I mean, uh. that's hey, not Lou exactly. Diamonds, Lou Diamond. Yeah, can't miss him. Yeah, just got to look a little closer there, Darth. Yeah, you know, pay attention. But yeah, the substitute apparently was a a high school substitute English teacher resorts to murder to yeah. protect her murderous dark past yeah, while whatever. seducing a student. I wonder which student. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there is there wait what year is it? That was in 93. I'm guessing that there's at least one VHS copy of that somewhere <laughs> in the world with the name of it and like a, a leg and a thigh high stocking on the cover. Because every that was how you knew that was one of those movies. It'll be on USA up all night. Of It'll be on Cinemax. Um, I'm pretty sure one Cinemax of our trolls still has around? that VHS. I think they are. Okay. But, you know, the internet kind of took away their whole their market. Oh, I forgot <laughs> Big that Marky, time. Yeah. <laughs> Marky Mark was in the Basketball Diaries with uh, Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, he's been in stuff. He has. No, um, he's been in some No, yeah, I know he's movies. I know he's like, been in stuff, but uh, I want to talk about this movie though. Yeah, so, it's the big yeah. hit. Chopsaki so, with Americans. This poor uh this poor assassin hitman <laughs> Melvin Smiley is his name, <laughs> which is just so fantastically bad. He's Top tier when it comes to his job, at least. He's more skilled than anybody on his uh, team of assassins. By like, light years. Yeah. like <laughs> he's, he's more skilled than anyone in, the, in well, the world. you don't necessarily know that. They come off more as lazy as opposed to lacking in skill. Because uh, Lou Diamond Phillips and I think it's Vince and Crunch. Yeah, they all kind of hang back when Mark Wahlberg charges in yeah. and kills everybody. And uh, nails this mafia boss. And then Lou Diamond Phillips sneaks up 
afterward after the danger's gone and he, <laughs> sh- a few he, bullets shoots, into him. he shoots a guy that Mark Wahlberg clearly already killed yeah. and then claims the bonus for killing the guy even though Mark Which Wahlberg Which is weird because like why even it. why even bother? Yeah. Well <laughs> he got he got uh one yeah. of the guys, I think it was either it was either Vince or Crunch to back okay. him up on that Can story. somebody explain this nineties bomb? Yeah. Um What's happening? I, I have no <laughs> there's like idea. there's chemicals moving around inside of sort of a metal box thing. It's kind of like that. Is that the timer? It's or? kind of like the saint when uh, <laughs> they ma- they invented cold fusion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, oh, watch the new Val Kilmer documentary. Screen. It's amazing. <laughs> yes. Did, uh, as I'm watching this, okay, I'm watching um, oh, Mar- Marky Mark hanging outside a green screen um, while a building explodes very badly over his head. And mm-hmm. I'm just wondering... Okay, if this was because I like Hong Kong action movies, I mean, sure. I like I like you know John Woo and all that stuff. And John Woo Who was a producer on this movie. Um, was he? Hmm? Oh, uh, John Woo, he is a guy mm-hmm. who successfully translated to American movies very very well. Oh made yeah, very successful American movies, big time. But watching this, I just think to myself, okay, if this was a dubbed copy of a film from Hong Kong made in 1998. It would almost would I be sense. sitting here thinking it's the greatest movie I've ever seen Probably. and laughing my head off the whole time? Yeah. Yes. I, 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 yes, you would. I think I would be, you well, know? I've I've loved this movie ever since I first saw it. My friend Jenna and I were at the beach one year. We would have been, I think, in high school when we first saw this. And, you know, every teenage girl in the world had a crush on Marky Mark. Uh, so, naturally, that, that was appealing. But the... I actually took it seriously as an action movie for the longest time until, like I said, I grew up and became less stupid <laughs> and realized that this movie's utterly ridiculous. Now, wasn't Antonio Sabato Jr. very yep. popular at this time? Uh, was no. It, he was not? Did, <laughs> no. He, he was one of the, I never really knew who he, he was. He was a TV actor. Okay. You know, he was, he was in a lot of TV stuff. Did, did he play in Highlander? Who was in Highlander? The series. Oh, the Adrian Paul. No, the, no, I know that it's. It was like Antonio Sabato Jr. I'll know. Highlander the series. It was Adrian yeah, it's, Paul. It's your turn to look yeah. it up. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna look it up. I'll bet you. you talk I'll, I'll bet you five bucks. It's Adrian Paul. All right, Adrian Paul. It is. Okay. You, you may be talking to somebody who owned the VHS box sets of, of Highlander the series, and we won't go any further oh, in I that. You were gonna... We're not gonna. Talk anymore? <laughs> well, uh, we have to. Stop. I had I had a Highlander phase. Yeah, really? No, it was yeah. Adrian Paul, very ah, good. Ah. Yeah. You didn't have the banjo box series? No. <laughs> Spaghetti westerns, but we have to stop uh, during this particular scene because, gentlemen, uh, Bokeem Woodbine, who plays Crunch, <laughs> what's his story? <laughs> Crunch in this movie? <laughs> oh, the he's a uh, an enthusiastic onanist. <laughs> and for those of us who don't know what that word means out in podcast land. Oh, he, he chokes the chicken like a lot. <laughs> He's always well, rubbing one out. He has completely given up on women. Yeah. He, like, he Smart even, guy. He calls it straight jacking. <laughs> yeah. He is completely in love with his hand. And yeah, to the point where he, you know, buys like the industrial size uh, thing of, was it Vaseline? No, it was like it's it was like hand cream, lanolin. <laughs> but the weird got, thing is, the he's weird, got those. Uh, yeah, the 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 finger strength machines. Yeah, but here's the thing about that: those those because um, they always show him and he's 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 exercising, he's exercising his and hands, he's got like yeah. the big rig that he he can you know. I I don't 
know how other people do it. <laughs> and, and, thankf- and thankfully so. Oh, God. Thankfully so. I mean, you know, some people what do that. Like, where are you? Jesus you know, God. I mean, everybody's got their own style, you know. It's like playing piano um, or the flute. Um, well, I mean. But I don't consider crushing force to be an to essential be component. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like men like on the Wilhelms. What? You've never even seen a Wilhelm. I have seen scores, dozens even. Yeah, so that's a that's a strange well, it's a strange joke. Well, you know, side stories like that they they lead to some interesting conversation. Like in Sex in the City, there was a story between um uh Carrie and her Aiden about whether men like their uh, genitals tugged. So you never know. Some people are into strange stuff, Jason. Well, you know, I mean, yes, you are absolutely correct. You you could never quantify what people are into. And he might actually be into crushing power. You know, and if he is, God bless him. You know, if that's if that's what it takes for him. Damn him. He is a man. (laughs) He just he hates his junk so much. (laughs) (laughs) He apparently uh, the actor Bukim Woodbine in the locker room scene when the guys are changing after they're hit. And I think we see all of their bottoms, don't we? Yes. Uh, Well, you see Christina Applegate's bottom in those really, really tight pants right there. Oh. Um, but yeah, those pants, joke, I support those pants. <laughs> they're supporting her ass yes. big time. I'm but, Jason Mitchell, and I approve those pants. <laughs> <laughs> but as a practical joke on set, apparently Bokeem Woodbine stuffed the front of his pants with socks for the scenes that took place in the gym locker room. And I just had to think, you know, that's just so apt for his character, given yeah. his uh, preferences in the bedroom. And Mark Wahlberg is like, I don't have to. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I mean, he, he had a career as a Calvin Klein model for a reason. That's all I have to say. Well, that was like the story from... Uh, uh, Tron. Uh, was it Jeff Bridges in Tron? He was in the original. Yeah, the original. The, oh, yeah. The, even the, the latest. The way that they, if you ever watch Tron, you know that when they're in the computer simulation, they have these like bodysuits on. Uh-huh. Right. And it very quickly became apparent that they were going to have to get Jeff a dance belt because Aww. his junk was so distracting. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so disturbing. I'll have to rewatch like, that. Good for him. So he just you know? gets a pass. Like yeah. Merle. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, I don't understand the subplot with the girlfriend very much. Yeah. Uh, who, is, who is this guy? That's not Antonio Sabato, is it? Again? For a second, when I, I, I thought it was Fabio, it, I thought oh. no, I thought it was Joe Lara. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. yeah. I was like, wait a minute, and I, Fabio, I had to look it up, Fabio. and I was like. Fabio. Laura? But uh, yeah, you do see some, not explanation, but you do see instances in the movie where Marky Mark is just having nightmares about his girlfriends not liking him anymore or whatever. Because yeah. his second girlfriend, Chantel, uh, who has her own boyfriend on the side, she actually weaponizes that against Marky yeah. Mark and, you know, hits him up for money all the time. And She's abusive. Yeah, yeah she absolutely. really is. Because one of the things she says several times in the movie is, Melvin, I'm really starting to dislike you. Yeah, and it's she, like people know that, like, it, it's it's something that's known about him. Like, he should be in treatment. Yeah. You know? It, For a number of things. He's yeah. pathologically yeah. insecure about this, so who knows? But then she grabs his fun bunch and, you know, <laughs> everything's okay. <laughs> yeah. you know? Marky Mark in the wild. <laughs> We've all been there, right? <laughs> well, that's when he doesn't shave. <laughs> the wild bunch. <laughs> <laughs> what was Teddy's? That's what I was just trying to remember. One flew over the cuckoo's, cuckoo's nest. nest. That's yes. it. Yeah. Oh, God. 
Uh, anyway, yeah. So, so the plot. Uh, the plot is that uh, Marky Mark is trying to bum some money off of one of his fellow hitmen because Christina Applegate, his fiance, loans twenty five thousand dollars to her parents to help his debt to help her dad's failing business, yeah. and because he's in trouble with the IRS. And right. Yeah. Chantel is trying to force Marky Mark to pay all of her bills. Uh, and she's just a complete mooch and an utter gold digger. And she's cheating on him. He's cheating on her. Well, I get, is it really cheating if Chantel knows about the other girlfriend and just does not care <laughs> and has her own boyfriend? Yeah, Chantel is clearly the the other woman who's in the know. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a whole, th- this, the movie comes down to greed. Oh, absolutely. Um, On everyone's behalf, because Cisco's yeah. the worst. You, you see how greedy he is in the beginning when he lies about receiving or why he should receive yeah. a bonus and this plot this well subplot with the dad uh, it's the strangest weirdest i mean i i respect the well let's explain f- for the audience so cisco yes uh, lou diamond phillips his character they all work for uh, avery brooks avery brooks yes paris is his name yeah paris. paris okay um and they do crimes for avery brooks now I think they're mostly hitmen because they... Yeah, they're hitmen. Because yeah. kidnapping wasn't really their forte. Right. So, Lou Diamond Phillips decides he's going to do a job, an unauthorized side job. Moonlighting. Moonlighting. Yeah. Which is very bad. It's a no-no. And now we know why. In the yeah. hitman universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when you wind up accidentally kidnapping the daughter of a millionaire mm-hmm. whose best friend and well, godfather to his daughter is the kidnappee. Yeah. His plan is to kidnap... The daughter of a very rich Japanese man. Her name is Kiko Nishi. Kiko Nishi. Mm-hmm. And ransom her for a million bucks, which in the 90s was huge money. A lot of money. Um, 100 million <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, two complications to his plan. Mm-hmm. One is that the father of the girl has gone bankrupt and has no money because, because. because he made a movie called, what was it? Taste, Taste the Golden Spray. <laughs> <laughs> Taste the I would rent that. Yeah, I would. I don't doubt it. I think it. I might have seen it. Um, <laughs> taste the gold. Oh, we'll be so rich. Be All of our showers that. will be golden. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the other complication is, as you mentioned, the Kiko girl is... the is, goddaughter of yeah, Marky Mark's boss. Yeah, as it happens, Avery Brooks, Brooks is good friends with the father of the girl and is, in fact, her godfather. Yeah. So he goes batshit crazy, and we think, we are led to believe he's about to take out Cisco, Lou Diamond um, Phillips. Lou, well, Lou Diamond Phillips gets away with uh, tricking Paris into thinking that it was all Marky Mark's idea to kidnap the girl well, in the because, first place. Well, because Avery Brooks sends Lou Diamond Phillips Go find who did this. Well, and the problem is that, and this is such a great bit. What a spot to be in. (laughs) But it's so funny because they have these things called trace busters. On the phone, <laughs> and then it, it's just a stupid bit that keeps escalating. And where the, uh, the his, Buster of the Trace Buster, the Trace, trace buster, 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 and then the Trace Buster, 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 <laughs> and so it escalates because Come on. Phillips is at his own home, and you've got this character named Gump. Aptly is he, is so, that his home? No, no, it's Gump's it's house. Gump's, it's got to be Gump's house. No, because that's why Lou Diamond Phillips is sweating on the Trace Busting so badly because that address. But when it comes up, it comes up with Gump's picture. But he just doesn't want the team to be implicated. Yeah, because he knows Gump will will spill the beans. And, right. And but Gump is a part of the team. Yeah, he is. He no. Would, he 
well, he knows what's going on. He does, but okay. Yeah. So He's in on Anyway, the, the point that you were about to make, Jason, is the pretense was he calls in Lou Diamond Phillips and you think he's going to execute him there because he knows what oh, he did. Okay, yeah. yeah, I remember that. And it leads you that the suspense builds and builds and then it turns out that Paris just wants to have him lead yes. the team to kill his own friends. Because uh, he is his a uh, number one a guy. A guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, in Paris, you, you know, he's got this mind game that he's playing with Cisco in the first place because he's like, "What idiot would be so stupid and so idiotic to take my goddaughter?" And Lou Diamond Phillips is like, "Oh, somebody really, really stupid." But I was like, oh, and he, "The tension's mounting." And then finally, uh, Paris specifically says to Cisco, "He's like, what would you do?" in my situation. And he's like, I'd bust some caps. <laughs> and I guess that's the most convincing you can be is say like, we'd kill the guy who took her. Because then I guess that implicates him less because he's more fired up about bringing yeah. the person to justice. Even yeah, it's, though it's a, him. the tissue paper thin, you know, logic. Yeah. It, it holds f for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just can't watch it without thinking, why doesn't he call Odo or, or go to Quark's bar and see if, does anyone know? Okay. What are you talking about? <sighs> Deep Space Nine. Oh, okay. The 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 show that. Uh, well, oh, yeah, no, yeah. actually, that's not what made him. Uh, Spencer for Hire made him my household name. Um, yes, with yes, he did. Robert Urich. Robert Urich. Robert Urich. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, well played, yeah. sir. Good well show. played. Good show. Now, I do, I do love the fact that this this nerdy, pervy boyfriend quote boyfriend unquote <laughs> kind of like <laughs> rapist oh, right. of the Asian girl he's so obviously Eco. the guy who's going to get murdered <laughs> he's, he's just doing everything he can to be like I want the audience to not like me and want me dead <laughs> yes. no one's going to be upset when I buy it and they hilarious. get their dream so, uh, there's an interesting fact about this so Kiko uh, she's a college student clearly going to Catholic College. Wasn't supposed to be though. No, she was originally supposed to be a high school student, mm -hmm. intentionally as an homage to Asian schoolgirls in anime cartoons. <laughs> Kriegasan, can, you, can oh you call boy. that an homage, or is that just that's just what this this fact? Says. Am I saying this right? Boo, cocky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, certain powers that be found it too risque, and she's now a college student in the film. But her boyfriend... <laughs> Somebody at the studio going, no. No, this no. is not good. And the boyfriend's racist, too, because... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, he's just... He's a complete pig, so he's in the back of the limousine, and he's not supposed to be when Kiko gets picked up from school by Marky Mark. And Marky Mark even tries to let him go. He's like, oh, sir, I, I really shouldn't be giving you a ride. And he's, he's just so soft-spoken. And then he hears Kiko getting sexually molested in the back and shoots the kid. And he's like, sorry about that, miss. And he's, yeah, just, he, he's so apologetic. Yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't, like, stop the car, take the guy out, and shoot him. He blows his head apart when he's a foot away yeah. from Kiko, who gets no blood or brains on her. Somehow. And should be in therapy after, you know, yeah, witnessing, she, she, you know. She, she clearly she, developed Stockholm Syndrome from oh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Oh, and big that's, time. It's, yeah. and the, it's funny because the synopsis says, oh, Mark, Marky Mark falls in love with her. And it's like, she falls in love with him too, but that's not actual love. That's what you call all Stockholm Yeah, syndrome. this movie sends a lot of the wrong message. <laughs> it really sends a lot of the wrong message. God. she's. I do like how smart-ass she is with the kidnappers at yeah. first, though, because they write this horrifically, grammatically incorrect note for her to read on a, a very 90s tape recorder yeah. to her dad saying that she's been kidnapped and there's so many misspellings in it. And she's like, who are you, like the Backstreet Boys? <laughs> she She's either suicidal 
or she's that you know those people who who are constantly doing dangerous things like bungee jumping and base jumping and all that stuff you know like right. and and it's almost like they might as well be suicidal she strikes me as that well she's she didn't have a good relationship with daddy no yeah no. that's true uh, she had a great relationship with his money though yeah <laughs> so they were close so. they were very close <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so and I I thought of you. No, wait, is that not Gump? Gump is in the background. So okay, you're right. so he yeah, is part yeah. of the team. My bad. He's not one of the core members, men, though. Like, no, one of the originals. Because he's he's really just there as you know, kind of an assistant to Cisco. He yeah, does, he, he doesn't really do any of the hard work. He, he's comic relief in a movie that's all comic relief. Exactly. <laughs> but he can't complete a sentence. Yeah, that's his thing. This right. is that's how his pa- thing. pathological yeah. Melvin is because they're throwing. The, the boyfriend's body in the trunk of the limousine and he's like oh careful that's his crystal <laughs> that they set down in the suitcase and crunch is just sitting there we like, never knew what was up. in there i was so yeah frustrated. yeah and what is crystal yeah that can mean a lot of things it can crystal yeah. meth yeah, yeah a mean, dong i mean you hear it kind of clinking around so you assume it's <laughs> yeah. some crystal of, meth <laughs> not a that good kind batch of will clink see i learned that just bought some breaking from Heisenberg. yeah yeah see there's something wrong with the like like the he's sexually frustrated the, degenerate losers <laughs> mean business <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Lou Diamond Phillips owns this movie. Yes, he does. It's his movie. Uh, everyone else is just co-starring with Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> um, See, Lou, we respect you. Oh, I love... You act the hell out of this part. Everybody loves Lou Diamond Phillips. because he's awesome. Yeah. No, but the the whole complex that he has, he, he wants everybody to like him, which is actually, he's afraid of people not liking him. Right. But it's just weird the way they handle it. And... and I feel like if that had been either established more at the beginning instead of just sort of slowly drawn out, yeah, it would have made more sense because it's like if this was a serious movie and we were getting to know characters over two and a half hours and yeah, okay, like you start to realize he's got this thing about people liking him, but this is a silly comedy. You need, you need, need to establish, kind of yeah, this needs to be Mel Gibson saying in the second scene that he's suicidal because his wife died. Well, like, he said boom, that very right clearly yeah. by holding a gun barrel in his mouth. So. Yeah, but that's uh, what yeah, that's what I mean. Though. No, it was I, well it's done immediately there. established. Yeah. Poorly yeah. done. Because, yeah. yeah, the movie's Here. about 15-ish minutes in by the time you actually hear Melvin admit that he has this insecurity. But yeah. uh, in this ongoing bit where he keeps pulling into the wrong house in his neighborhood because he lives in they such all, a yeah, generic version same. of suburbia. Now, let me ask you, because uh, Christina Applegate's mother... And uh, father, played by Elliot Gould, have just uh, and appeared. And Lady Kazan, or Kazan, I don't know how you pronounce it. I see, name. I feel like I know her from stuff. I do too. Yeah, she's but in I my looked at Greek wedding. Uh, I never saw that. She, oh, she was in my, she's that's the, She's right. the mom. That's right, um, that's where I knew her from. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen her in a ton of things, but I saw... Capricorn one. Capricorn one. <laughs> oh, Elliot Gould. Uh, I know. But they give Elliot Gould the crappiest, like, you got Elliot Gould and you're making him belch... And you make him. He's a complete puke. alcoholic. You, I mean, like, there's not one but two barf gags with Elliot Gould. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And uh, it's and both with Lou Diamond Phillips. Both, yeah, <laughs> and it's I, I don't know. I, I just feel like you got Elliot Gould. Do something better. I don't know. know? He was Hawkeye and Mash, wasn't he? Yeah. Hard to believe. Absolutely. (laughs) And a connection for both Christina Applegate and Elliot Gould. They were both on Friends. No. He was Trapper John. He he was uh, Trapper because 
Donald Sutherland he was, was Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I knew he was one of them. Yeah. It's like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Uh, I, yeah. I didn't know which was which. And part of the reason why I thought that Chantel's other boyfriend was Joe Lara is because he steals a movie from Melvin. Because that's another side. <laughs> you know, that's, that's just racist to meatheads. No, no. You know. uh, because the movie is called King Kong Lives and Joe Lara was Tarzan. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the boyfriend steals this video from Big Top Video and Melvin keeps getting harassed by this. Well, he didn't. He didn't steal it. He did, no, it was the, just overdue. the other boyfriend steals it oh, from Melvin. Yeah, Joe so Laura. Melvin, yeah, 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 the Joe Laura wannabe. So, uh, and Melvin has no idea where the tape is, and so he's getting harassed by this like sixteen-year-old geek who manages the Big Top Video Store, and the, who's like threatening to have him killed and stuff over a VHS tape. They, they've gone to Gump's lair. Uh, the, yeah. the Gump it's Cave. It's quite an elaborate yeah, electronics. This is such a a sort of, like, you, you can watch Jackie Chan movies. Like, this reminds me of Rumble in the Bronx. Because they would have these things where it looks like the bad guys spend all their time partying yeah. to, like, you know, they have music and lights constantly in their lairs, and then they do crime. Yes. You know, Um by night. And it just looks so silly when it's not in a Hong Kong action movie. <laughs> but again, Lou Diamond Phillips, he's rolling with it. He is just, he's taking the whole thing and, God, look at that phone. Um, well, you have to commit to the character that you're playing. It's its kind of like that Alan Rickman quote we've talked about so many yeah. times. You, you have to be able to sympathize or empathize. I can't remember what she said with the character you're playing. I can't or else, or else you're not going to be able to play them correctly. But now, and the, this the is Japanese, where I thought of you, Jason, because you always make jokes about seppuku. <laughs> I'm telling you, one of these days, someone's going to push me over the edge. I'm not going to do so much singing, though. Um, uh, this guy that? also, he was in Seinfeld. Uh, Who was the unsigned fellow? His he, name is uh, Saab uh, Shimono. He he was in the episode where they tried to sell the pilot to Japanese TV, and and they brought them a okay. bag of oranges because for some reason <laughs> they thought that that was a thing you do like as, a, thing as a gift. Yeah. Oh God. But I yeah. want to have an office in a Quonset hut. <laughs> Sure, but yeah. So Lou Diamond Phillips with his cap teeth, God, he's so and his and his shirt that looks like a body tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> what were those shirts that douchebags wore that worked out in the? Uh, it's like uh, of, it's like one word. I cannot remember the brand of shirt. I don't know mm, if you're talking about shirts. Douchebags wore oh, in the somebody gym. Somebody knows exactly what I'm talking about. Could be almost any. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a wide field. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wide field. Uh, I cannot remember what they're called. But anyway, so so he's about to kill himself the, because he lost the, the every cent. Yeah, yeah he's doing it wrong too. He is. He yeah, is. you're he supposed is. to. He's like trying to stab in. himself yeah. in the sternum when. Jeez, do it right. <laughs> Tough. It's the last thing you're ever going to do, dude. Yeah, Mid. exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so, and what's funny is that he thinks he's being pranked at first by Lou Diamond Phillips because uh, Cisco calls him and it takes like several attempts for him to make it clear to Jiro that he's got his kid and that he's ransoming her. So, yeah. So essentially he saves his life. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He gives him a, a proper up, motivation you know, to live. The very end. Yeah, yeah, because what's the thing at the end? They decide to make, make a, a feature mo- film yeah. out of the kidnapping, and yep. he ends up becoming rich and famous, and having a hitman as a son-in-law, and uh, that pretty much wraps the movie. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Yeah, that's it. So uh, <laughs> thanks for watching. <laughs> thanks for watching. <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a movie. Oh my god. 
It, it is a movie. I'm trying to see what else I wrote down about this movie. Well, we we have to talk. Um, we have to talk about the bizarre dynamic between um, the girl. I can't remember her name. Kiko. Kiko. And Melvin. And Melvin. Because well, because because oh it's, my god it, yeah it is oh so my weird. god it's, it's very uncomfortable. It was, I was sitting there <laughs> watching Them the scene when they stuffed when chicken yeah, when they were cooking. It, together. it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, me too. I thought yeah. maybe it was just me. No. Well, was, I think that's a big one of the many reasons why she couldn't be a high schooler. Beyond the obvious, is that like it. Ugh, that it would be even creepier. Or, or how about statutory. the scene where he pulls down her panties to help her pee? Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely over the top. This is and not legal just, advice. But they try to make it seem like it's a romantic. <laughs> I know, like it's, oh, it's setting. huge, like, so innocent. Yeah, this is not know. legal advice. Mm -hmm. But folks, if you, if there's a high school student <laughs> who asks you to take her panties down so she can pee, leave. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta Trust go. Me. Run. Just go as fast as you <laughs> can. Establish an alibi as quickly as you can. Yep. Oh God. Oh, but you yeah, will it, thank us. It is in the creepy, long run. But uh, yeah. it's funny because Melvin's running around hiding uh, the fact that he's cheating on Christina Applegate because they're engaged to be married. And even though he doesn't really, you know, he doesn't want to get married to her. Well, no, no, no. She's the one who's kind of questioning her relationship <laughs> with him, and she lets her parents plant that doubt because they're Jewish and he's not. And so uh, Christina Applegate even gets into a fight with her mom. She's like, if I want to marry Goyam, I'll marry Goyam. I'm like, and it's just so freaking yeah, ridiculous. Clearly, again, a movie by a guy from Hong Kong who probably doesn't know a lot of Jews. No. Because <laughs> Jews are, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're pretty cool about, you know, go to New York. A lot of Jews married to a lot of Catholics. Uh -huh. Well, as long as, as long as the, 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 the the woman is Jewish. Then, when they have children, that they're they're Jewish. I married a New York yeah. Jew. I did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. It's okay. But now, if it's a, if I it's softballed a, that. If it's a you. Jewish man and marrying a woman, then she does have to convert to Judaism. Yeah, because they need that Jewish child. Oh, I, did I not know. I would have found yes. a way to do it anyway, Jason. Yeah. You yeah. know me. Because as John Mulaney says. But, but uh, you know, if you don't want to hurt a girl's feelings, sometimes the relationship goes much longer than it should. Yeah. It, oh, we've all been there. Once you've been dating for a while, then of course it goes to engagement and you're like, yeah, okay, well, let's get engaged. When am I going to pull out of this thing? When am I going to get out of here? And then the <laughs> next thing you know, yeah. it's two weeks before the wedding exactly. and then you decide... Uh, yeah. It's not uh, go. Yeah. Wow. Are, I actually have a friend. You're hella specific. <laughs> That's I, a real I, life story I, here. There's a friend of mine. I can. I'm not. I you, know. I know you, this story. you know. Oh you know God. who you are. Oh my. <laughs> and your wife probably does too. Uh, they both know. Pull out. Pull out. No, that's <laughs> of the relationship. <laughs> no, that, I mean, girls go through that too. Like when you're with somebody for a long time, and you just sort of, you know, fall into the routine with them. Uh, that happened to me twice. Where uh, two and different boys that I dated at different times when they announced to me that they wanted to marry me I was like I have to go and we're breaking up that Bye. was the that was the the thing that pushed you over the edge yeah I didn't wait until two weeks before we got married or anything like that <sighs> I did that. let's sign up for Columbia did you seriously I did two weeks prior at oh yeah, the invitations were out oh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was tough it oh was my. wow! The invitations were out. Had, oh, this, everything was out. It was, was all ready to go. The hall was rented. Everything. Yeah. Was this Holy shit! No, no. no, no. This, was before, <laughs> this was long before Tinkerbell. I was a young, young man at the time. Well, you know, um, I'm such a bee. You the, are I mean, a bee. The, the other option you you had uh, would have been to 
becomes such an asshole that she breaks up with you. And we've all done that one, too. God. I've done that, like, four times. Jesus, Jesus. Because if you're, if you're the sort of person who doesn't want to go through the trauma of dumping someone... To me, it's but easier you to just break But you like, know what? You, that can backfire. Because yeah, women I can. like assholes. They do. Sometimes. Not all. Yeah. Well, Bill Clinton has been trying... I mean, that's his whole thing for years. He's been trying to get Hillary to dump him. You know, that's, that not, explains everything. Not happen. <laughs> Bill, you just need to pull the trigger, man. I don't you know. know. Yeah. Fries. But, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, but I, I, it, was, it was two My dad prior. played poker with uh, Bill Clinton once. Really? Ah. Yeah. Yeah, he had a... Had a poker strip poker. poker? No, no. But Hillary showed up for a minute, and uh, apparently uh, they shut were, down the party. Oh, she screamed to her. She, <laughs> my dad was sitting at a table with a couple of people, and Bill Clinton was there. Was this in Vegas? No, it was in Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was at a some kind of a convention or something. I think it was when Bill was running for governor. So he was, and Hillary showed up and and started screaming at Bill because he was down there, you know, playing cards and drinking and. Probably doing other stuff too, and oh, uh, so my dad was like, "Huh, these two people are crazy." Yeah. Oh well, I'll never see them again. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> and then he woke up to discover that his <laughs> law firm had been hired <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton. Yeah. Because <laughs> he never forgets a bitch ever. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So. Back oh, to we, the movie. We, we, do need, we do need to take. A we break. need to take a break. We need to take a break. Um, I'm going to break up with some people before yeah. the invitations go no, out. No, I'm just going to be an asshole to you guys until you decide to dump me. There's, actually, <laughs> we love you even more yeah. now. That's actually a great joke. Yeah, on, that won't work with you, too. No. Courtney Cox actually mentioned that on Friends where they're they're harping on Chandler and they're like, just break up with Janice for like the 40th time. or And don't do that thing where you're just mean forever until we break up with you. And Joey was like, you guys know about that? Yeah. Stand-up <laughs> yes. comedy ruined a lot of our tricks. Uh, okay, guys, we will be back in about... One second. And we're back. It's good Hi. to be back. And uh, we were just uh, sharing some uh, some stories and anecdotes. It was really good material, uh, but we didn't film any of that. So no. uh, back, back to back, back to the boring. Stuff. Yeah, back to talking about this, this crappy movie. Um, and it is. I, I, I'm going to say it is a crappy movie. Oh, 100 percent. That I mean, I thought that was the kick that we were on. Right. Yeah, now. It is. It is. But it. You know, there's rules for entertaining crappy movies. Okay. And this movie satisfies all of those rules. Because okay, I thought you were about to criticize my choice. No, 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 no. Our lady under the bus. No, because the cardinal sin that a bad movie can make is being bad on purpose. Yeah. That's why Sharknado doesn't count. Sharknado, oh God, Sharknado, Sharknado is just crap. No, the ultimate and, sin that yeah. that movie committed was Tara Reid. Yeah, I, I feel like they probably paid for that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the other thing is that a bad movie, in order to be a good bad movie, it cannot be boring. You've got to be entertained the whole time. Yeah, because I mean, as bad as this movie is, there's it's always something oh, going yeah. on. Yeah, and I can watch it again. Yeah, yeah. I've watched it at yeah. least a dozen times. I love this movie. But Chantel goes above and beyond getting. Uh, Getting her licks in on Melvin because uh, she doesn't just like bust his life open, you know, in a fit of jealousy or rage. She doesn't approach. And they drive a jet. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like Uh, all cool people do. All villains drive jet. That's right. (laughs) Because part of the risk of having an affair is wondering if uh, the woman you're cheating with is going to tell your main 
person. Your that, squeeze. Your, your main squeeze that, it, you know, telling Donna Reed that Violet's been there the whole time. But uh, no, Donna Reed, tell- Donna Reed would have just taken a knife and, you know. Kicked her ass. No, yeah. Slice oh. throats. God yeah. Don, Donna Reed. She spent I, years I, I, I have a feeling if you crossed Donna Reed, you'd regret it. Yeah, I, I'd like to think so. Yeah. She was a badass. But uh, Chantel actually drops off Kiko because Melvin was storing the, his kidnap victim at his side piece's house. She gets upset with him because he has... And bits of person. Yes, yeah. the bags. Because uh, he was cleaning a body in the beginning of the movie. and uh, Cleaning a body. Is that what they call it? And, 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 and I, it seems like... Ew. It would be <laughs> the nearest thing to impossible to have two bags of stinking, <laughs> rotting. Because it's been a, it's Human been, a, it's been a little while now. It is the Los Angeles sun. And it's not. I, like, I feel like the flies would be everywhere. Well, I mean, the blue bottles. They sort of acknowledge that <laughs> because know? Melvin the tries dog. to throw the body parts out. He doesn't even fit it in the trash can. He puts it next to the trash can, and this golden retriever is going ape shit on it. <laughs> but both those hefty bags are strong. Oh my god, you know what I just realized? Uh Uh-oh, what? This movie should have been made 15 years earlier, and it should have starred Chevy Chase. Oh, that would have been awesome. Because you know who was originally... (laughs) Then it would have worked. 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 There were two different guys who... um, And instead of uh, Avery Brooks, John Candy. (laughs) That would have been fantastic. (laughs) Sorry. I mean, one of the original uh, potential stars of this movie as Melvin was Martin Lawrence, and that would have been a very different movie, but it would have been kind of like, I don't know. I think it would have been the right funnier. kind of campy and it would funnier. Have been funnier. Yeah, because yeah. And I don't know if that means that the character changed when they Ugh. cast Mark Wahlberg, because the other person that they considered Sorry. for the role of Melvin was Jason Scott Lee. Yeah, that would have been. I that saw would have that been a very different because that would have been a straight up serious movie. Yeah, they might have actually pulled it off. Oh, and this kid, the uh, big top video manager. The guy who very clearly has a background in improv comedy. <laughs> well, he, he lusts after Jim Carrey based on all yeah. of his moves. He's, yeah. he's a Jim Carrey wannabe, but clearly yeah. will never be. Never yeah, be. Yeah, but somebody. Yeah. He's a know. Second City alum. Really? He is? Mm-hmm. This kid? Yep. Uh, Danny Smith, because yeah. in the original script... Has he done anything else? I don't think so. Don't yeah. But apparently the video store kid in the original script was only a voice heard over the phone. He was never seen until the end of the film, but when Danny Smith was hired, it was decided to insert those little scenes into the film where he <laughs> he, had, he, had, he added so much to he the movie. Really, yes. He really did. They needed to lighten it up a little bit with him. It is a good so. thing that he packed those dead body parts in a and in, an in, unconscious schoolgirl. Well, no, no, because I'm mean, because you know there's the two glad bags full of you know hacked up person, but that was that back in the '90s. There was a brief period when Glad made their bags out of Kevlar. And yes. so a dog could literally chew on it, and the bags are fine. Wow. Yeah. And also, human body parts, I'm thinking, probably weigh a lot. They do. Like, a lot. Yeah, but Marky Mark is <laughs> and so how do you freaking ripped, Jason. <laughs> I've heard. I've, I've he, speculated. Because he didn't just leave the woman two weeks ahead of time. He, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he killed her. Well, that's sort of like... Uh, that's there, how you get out of a wedding. There was an episode of Mythbusters where they tested out, like, like bad guy things, and one of it was, uh, was getting a carrying a body and getting in, into a car. Yeah. And they were all surprised by how easy it was. <laughs> they, were, really? they were like, I thought this was going to be a lot harder. I feel like I could do this. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, Melvin leaves Kiko in the back of their uh, suburban. She spats? Uh, anyway. Their saddle shoes. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what goes with the Catholic schoolgirl yeah. outfit. Like, like, uh, I thought this Elaine, was like a Elaine. fantasy amongst all men. 
Yeah, it is. That's a universal. But the thing. shoes are probably the least important part. <laughs> no, no, shoes are important. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, very okay. important. Depending on your. Anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> move on. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Cisco is about to really show his colors because he would they trace. They trace Buster 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 the call back to Gump. Buster Buster. And even though Gump was no! part of the team, like you clarified, Jason, uh, Cisco straight up stabs poor Gump to oh, death. I, I was hoping he doesn't that even that shoot well. him. No, he doesn't shoot him. He kills him with a knife. Yeah. I, and, but that's, and speaking of the knife, that's what I was alluding to earlier is that it's not that Cisco isn't a skilled hitman because he's flinging that knife around like a damn ninja at the end of the movie when he's fighting Melvin. Uh, imagine if he had used a gun. Yeah, imagine. He, he probably would have won. Oh, and meanwhile, the, Crunch right. is taking out his neck tape to masturbate too. And uh, I feel like I feel like they should have had like he should have had a glove on his hand the whole time, and then at some point you take it out and there's like a face, <laughs> you know, and it's like, like it's it's like a demon possessed you know thing and. There's more to this story. <laughs> and then he could have had his own slide movie. Like a horror movie about anyway. Wasn't there some film where some guy I, there had was, a and I, hand I, in his face? It was like a uh, Asian chop sake film. You even mentioned it before. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna find out. Some guy wrote, produced, directed. Oh, it. and here's the scene where Marky Mark takes off her oh, panties, Jason. I don't know. Yeah, this was not titillating. Tell her go to the, yeah, tell I know, her go to the bathroom. But then she doesn't clean herself up at all. No. It's no, she hair yeah, dries very yeah. quickly. She had just a little tinkle. <laughs> just a just a, a little tinkle. I mean, oh what if she had just taken a big old rip? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that would I mean, change the dynamics. Yeah, he's he's, lean, he's leaning against the wall, going, "Oh, she's sweet. She's cute." <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, wipe me. Oh God. Oh. I'm so glad I don't have to do that with my kids anymore. That was nightmarish. Yeah. Dad. Oh shit. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> but look at her. She's she likes having her panties taken down so much and put about back the up. Things that you choose. Thanks, to Japan. Oh god. And she's like she's like like coquettish about it. Like yes, oh, take is. my panties down so I can pee. <laughs> oh. Unless you want to take these handcuffs off of me. Like, it's just so... You can tie me up if you want to, Arnold, for old time's sake. I mean, I, you know, it could have just done the, the, the thing where she he handcuffs her to him and she pee... I don't know. There were other ways of doing this. And there's, It's not like there was even a window in the bathroom. He could have easily... Uncuffed. That's her, a good point. Guarded the door. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, yeah. Back on her. Really, no real reason for that. Uh, well, no. Except that a person from Hong some... Kong decided we're doing yes. that. <laughs> this well, is I'm happening. Sure, well, people are into weird things, Jason. That was uh, probably yeah, a blam yeah. shot for a lot of people around yeah. the world. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> And then uh, my Crunch. question is, did he wash his hands before essentially stuffing a bird with her in the kitchen? I hope so. No. Oh, that's, a good, that, yeah, that's a good point. That was the yeah. seasoning. <laughs> because uh, Ew. Oh. I, like a, I like my <laughs> I like my stuffing with a little bit of tang to it. <laughs> oh. No, wait, tang's Chinese. Uh, She's Japanese. Oh, oh okay. Um, You're little, racist. little Wang, then. Oh, that's Chinese, too, isn't it? <laughs> oh, dear God. I regret everything. Dong? No, that's Vietnamese. Where is my automobile? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what movie is this from? This punch has got a little Wang to it. You remember that movie? Hollywood Nights? You ever seen the Hollywood Nights? No. no. I don't think I've seen that. No, it's Can't classic. It right oh. But, yeah, so we... Uh, 
It's the longest movie ever. Is this the? T- are we watching the Ten Commandments? <laughs> it's been her. Look, they even slow. It's slow motion now to just to stretch it out a little longer. Yeah, that was a good shot where he puts this little you know douchebag cigar yeah. in his mouth. Oh, yeah. it's a cigarillo. Yeah, cigarillo. Yeah, and then like it just slowly tumbles away. One of the guys who uh, did want to marry me smoked cigarillos, and that was uh, one of the many reasons why I knew red flag. Red flag. Time to yeah. bust out that parachute. This yeah. parachute's a knapsack. No! Oh, God. But, yeah, so poor Gump gets himself traced, busted, busted, Because he's so stupid. Yeah. He's a very dumb man. And I love how on the nose his name is. Like, they name him Gump. <laughs> just... well, well, and also, too, I love that back in the 90s, it's if random. you if you use, like, a machine for doing anything criminally, like like tracing a phone call, there would be a big screen telling you you have 30 seconds. Second. <laughs> yeah. And, and... I was Dude, I was half lie. expecting it to get to one second and, and him to hang, hang up. up, but no, he just. And you're almost kind of rooting for that to happen because you don't want anything to happen to Gump. Yeah, because you know he's gonna die. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, as yeah. soon as that happens, yeah, it's he's over completely, with. Completely, completely irrelevant. And and I love that it pulls his picture up from <laughs> a mugshot. It looks the, like a mugshot. Uh, yeah, I guess it clearly been arrested. But they had access to the police database. <laughs> Blue Diamond Phillips, he looks like Vanilla Ice in his mugshot. He does. He does. I think. But, I think that's what they were going for. But Lou Diamond Phillips even has this. This song this is my recital. <laughs> I think it's very vital. Oh God, Vanilla Ice, Marky Mark. So God, I miss the nineties. See, and that's the thing. This is all of this where he, where Avery Brooks, Brooks gives the signal, and they all just go. They run. That's yes. such a Hong Kong action thing, but it just doesn't work in this context it really I, I think if you wanted to do a Hong Kong action movie um, but American you've got to be Quentin Tarantino oh yeah I because he he off. did it in Kill Bill volume one yeah that's a uh, just a yeah, Hong Kong action true. movie but if you're not Quentin Tarantino I don't think you're gonna you're either not good enough at the Hong Kong part or you're not good enough at the American part and you got to be good at both yeah you yeah, know, so. you have to find that that blend. Yeah. But, oh, here's a question: When Melvin offers to make Kiko something to eat, she asks for a pterodactyl. Have I? And it turns out it's pizza. Has any? I've never heard of that. Is that a real thing? No, 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 no. She was, she was, um, he was like, oh, I'll cook you something up. Like, she was giving him a a comical, impossible challenge. Oh, okay. Oh, then I, I want like I brand, want a pterodactyl. I thought it was like a brand of pizza because it didn't it didn't read that way to me. It's the only thing she didn't do in this movie is cover her mouth and laugh. Yeah, yeah, you are yo, you are just, just like your, your mother. mother all over. <laughs> <laughs> but ah, uh, the '90s. We just sat and watched videos and. Got stoned and ate Chinese food. And what are these guys doing with these I, guns? I know. <laughs> okay, so Gump is about to... They're really bad at aiming weapons because yeah, the lasers are just going everywhere. They're just jumping. It's like laser tag. Yeah. Uh, but they all... And Gump could have died so much so much more easily, but no, Cisco has to be vindictive and stab him. Exactly. I guess, yeah. well, he's playing up his loyalty to his boss because... Uh, and he catches Gump yeah. just in the nick of time because the other guys were about to take Gump with them, it looks like, but Cisco is afraid that he's going to spill the beans, so he has to kill him before he can say anything. Right. Yeah, you know, even yeah. as Cisco runs in, he's like, hey! And it, Cisco punches him, so it doesn't look like they're familiar with each other. The, the funny thing about these sets, that, like, the Rumble in the Bronx-style bad guy lair, mm-hmm. is that they're always very neat. There's clutter, but there's never any garbage. 
<laughs> like it literally looks like no one has ever lived there. There's stuff all over the place, but everything was placed. We in can't a have any particular... evidence that we live here. <laughs> have y'all seen that video? That'll be another project uh, okay, for us yeah, later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Cisco has this overly dramatic speech where he plants the idea for, he's like, Gump, say it's Melvin. Say it's Melvin that kidnapped Kiko. And he's like, Melvin? And Gump, Gump doesn't even realize until he's already been stabbed that Cisco is completely going to, you know, betray him. Yeah. Yeah. Is, no, was that... And, of a, course, he owns a jet ski. Well, yeah. He's got to own a jet ski. Of course. Uh, but <laughs> but he, his little Nikes are wriggling. Uh, like, oh. And he Aww. lost his Michael Jordan hat. Yeah. His his dope Kango. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how the bad guys are so obviously just... They they don't have any lines. They, they make no noise. The henchmen make not an not a peep. Yeah, then not they'd even have to pay any of they'd them. They'd have to pay him scale. Yeah. Nothing. Just look at the camera. Yeah, stone faced. <laughs> they got, they own a lot of pots. Yeah, how yeah. many bachelors own pots? Yeah, I pots. mean, when I was a bachelor, I had, I had one I, pan. I, had one. I made soup in it. Yeah. I fried chicken in Everything. it. Everything. I made bacon in it. Yep, <laughs> and that's all. I And had. occasionally you cleaned it. Every or, once in a while. Yeah. Threw it away yeah. Because it wasn't worth it. Well, actually, that's true. Yeah. Eventually, you just throw it away and you go to Walmart and you get another one. It's like you said uh, during shivers, you were like, I used to throw plates away and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, can, I can freely admit in my bachelor days oh, to, to looking at a dirty kitchen and How just saying that? to hell with it and throwing it all in the garbage. How did that not get expensive? <laughs> well, I didn't do it that often. Okay. That's good. It's, it's, you know, it's like get out of jail. You get to do it every once now, in a while. I will occasionally do that with Tupperware usually when um it, you know something was sitting in the back of the fridge for too long and it's just not worth washing <laughs> drop it in the garbage yeah it, oh yeah well Tupperware used to be a lot more expensive you know, oh yes when Tupperware the, parties uh, oh yeah it used to be a lot more expensive butter bowls you guys remember butter bowls no no that yes you do you just don't know that you do so butter bowls are these special kind of tupperware they're usually they look like they're straight out of the 70s she must have been a tupperware lady nope <laughs> they're tupperware can ladies you, can you get can you get them avocado colored they're tupperware no, ladies they were like that mustard yellow and um yeah avocado colored butter bowl uh, but keep talking i'm gonna no, find um, this <laughs> No, but it's funny because like with the thing with like the old Tupperwares, it's sort of like when your kid's goldfish dies mm-hmm. and you, you just scoop it and you you very solemnly put it in the toilet and flush it. But oh. you go on with your life pretty quickly. That's how it is with the uh, with the Tupperware. You're just, well, you know, in a perfect world, you'd be cleaned, but it's not a perfect world. That's right. Aww. Goodbye. Well, goodbye. So now we're at the scene, uh. listeners or watchers, where they are making food together. And it looks like they're squeezing oatmeal or something together. It's stuffing. stuffing. There's probably, and I'm being completely serious, there is probably a Japanese word for handcuff and cooking. Yeah. I mean, erotic, erotic, yeah, erotic handcuff and rubbing a a, a turkey. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's there's got to be erotic, sexy cooking somewhere. God. Yeah, no, there's, there's, there's. There's something out there. This comes from somewhere in the director's mind. Oh, <laughs> you know. Just, uh, but in the background, they're playing like an actually oh, romantic song. <laughs> my love, my darling. <laughs> Linda, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would be hard to do in my early 20s. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for the bird. Yeah. <laughs> the bird is the innocent victim in all of this. What do your early 20s this? have to do with stuff? Well, I could, I could, I could, I could. 
do that with a woman now and not even think twice about it. But in my early 20s, <laughs> you, your body reacts a it, lot faster it than just, it does. Yeah. It would end quickly. It would be... <laughs> You'd suddenly go, you know what? Uh, I've changed my mind. I'm going to go get pizza. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that's, it. that's exactly what son. <laughs> And then he picks her up and puts, it's just like a little girl. Well, it's wrong. It's his hands so because They were wrong. both like all goofy. She's got chocolate on her inner thigh and he's going to have to lick it off. Wait, why did he have chocolate? He was making a turkey. <laughs> he knocked it over. Yeah, but, uh, well, uh, that might have been for the dessert. Oh, so. no, look, he's running the cloth up. But then she hits him in the head with a hammer. I know. <clears throat> That's what you call a tenderizer. Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, we've all been there. I think it all, and you she know. she seduces him with this story about a bird <sighs> that reaches sexual maturity at a very young age and then immediately dies right after mating or something. And, oh, the, no, we eat them. That's what it is. Uh, people kill them. So, it, and it's just like the oddest setting, the oddest music, and it's just so it's it's making my skin crawl well and and it kind of it doesn't become okay but when it is becomes clear that she's trying to escape yeah then it's like okay well now i see what she was doing that that's okay she was all it was all yeah, part of it was perspective, a, it was it was fine, a ploy his, yeah it was a ploy she was luring him into this and she was that was her escape plan that makes sense yeah um he doesn't get that yeah fire. he doesn't get that pass though no, you know, for sure not. Because I mean, if, which you know, we're judging him. He's a hitman. That's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> you know, true. He murders people we were on for his a living. Side you know, until he took that poor girl. From yeah, exactly. School, jackass. Yeah, I was okay with you killing people, but this yeah. mm -mm. sensual cooking leads to a uh, kosher takeout <laughs> because the whole thing of it is that Christina Applegate went to Temple with her parents, and they're sitting there trying to convince her to not marry Melvin because he's not Jewish. So. They do convince her, and she's going to break up with him. Well, no, Elliot Gould wants... It's a different reason. Elliot Gould doesn't oh, want him to yeah, marry he her. he says that the daughter's not good enough because, for Melvin. Exactly, yeah. He he doesn't want Melvin to get stuck with her. Well, and yeah. he, but the reason why he's saying that is because he's, like, stone... Yeah. Stone-ass drunk. Like, he's been sneaking vodka into prune juice the entire weekend, oh, which that's yes. going to be... The return on that is going to be so painful. Well, the, not even Yeah, funny. but that's the, the weird thing is that... <laughs> They act <laughs> like flower on his face to make it look like he made the kosher takeout. They act like if the dad t comes into contact with alcohol, he turns into a werewolf. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't see that happen though. He people, just vomited. Yeah, he just turned into an angry drunk. But it, yeah. I think he could probably have a beer. Sure. You Absolutely. know, I, I think you know. But, but I don't know. He does get really nasty where he's yelling and saying that his. Yeah, but that was like, after he drank a lot. Yeah, that's true. You know. But, but some people don't have the ability to stop themselves. Like if they the, have beer, one beer, they're going to have 12. I like that the bad guys all drive Chrysler minivans. Yeah, Chrysler definitely <laughs> paid for some advertising in this movie. Yeah. And didn't offer How much did Dodge kick cool. in? <laughs> Thanks, Dodge. <laughs> Not as much as you think. Oh, fake booze. Thanks, Crunch. Dodge. What is that machine called? It's it's I know I realize that he's collecting his. Does it have a name? It. it has to have a name. I, but I don't think they really needed to put it in at that point. That's gratuitous. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing he's is, got this thing with springs, and he's squeezing it while he's at the airport talking to someone on the phone. Just so you know that he's still working on that yeah. right and hand. ordering a you know industrial size yeah, tub of lotion. Yeah, but that was another thing that was weird about it. Like that made me think that there was going to be like a ramping up 
of like more ridiculous things. But that was it. That, that that's, yeah, that's that's the, the end of it. Crunch. Yeah, you don't yes. see him after that. Uh, and Vince barely. Uh, Antonio Sabato Jr. He's barely in the movie. He only has like three scenes total. Yeah, yeah, I know. He does show up again at the end uh, when because he's the one who picks up Kiko from school. So spoiler alert. What ends up happening, Hindsiders, is that Melvin has to go to war uh, with against Cisco, who has completely double-crossed him and turned his boss against him, and so Melvin's having a rough day. Meanwhile, Chantel has already broken I'd up I'd have taken Melvin. that grenade launcher. <laughs> I'm not leaving that behind. Well, Melvin has quite an arsenal yes, in the, the uh, secret back area of his closet. Hand grenades, it's smoke very, grenades. It's very Batman. Yeah, yeah I, like the, I like the fact that it opens up to a secret room or a secret cabinet that just has tools in it. Yes. And then that <laughs> That opens up. I thought that was a good. That was well, that was a nice. That touch. was the artist's touch. That was right a nice. Touch. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, you know? what if Christina Applegate's looking for a hammer or something that she might have to use in the house? Yeah, and she she's not going to look any further. You've got a secret cabinet with more tools. Yes, it's my fetish. <laughs> it's <laughs> a simulation. Oh yeah, it's unless those are the tools he uses for other things. Yeah. Inside another simulation. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, so. The family sits down to this kosher dinner, and Melvin comes back in to find because Crunch tips him off and lets him know that Cisco is coming to kill him. Yeah, and so Melvin comes back into the house because he hears Cisco from the garage, and yeah. now his family's <clears throat> in danger. So yeah, and instead of like standing back and shooting the bad guys, well, he's outnumbered. He's, yeah, well, I, that doesn't stop him. <laughs> In past performance, yes, he's yeah, just over. he could have taken them all out in four shots. Yeah, he could have just shot all. You know, kill, yeah. That's kill. That's true because he did kill like twelve people by yeah. himself in the beginning of the movie. Instead, he sits down so they can have this under the table footsie gun thing. Well, you know. yeah, they had to have um, a you know a standoff, man to man. Yeah, and and it's kind of hand solo ish. Kind of shot first though. Yeah. But yeah, so also I like the fact that he that he got the shotgun and he has the shotgun with him, but he didn't think to load it until now. Yeah, you know, so he's like under he the he's, he's uh, he, he yeah I know he's under the table loading the shotgun. In no uncertain terms, is he does he not know? Then one of the bad guys shotgun. just start shooting. You don't, and yeah, because why do they care? Why are they holding up this pretense in front of right? They don't, they don't. They, they don't, don't want care. any innocent people to get hurt. <laughs> I suppose, but Cisco's already. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, who knows? It's well, for dramatic. Yeah, Cisco will kill whoever. Yeah, you know. I mean, but, he just killed his friend. But it's like with yeah, but like with Gump, uh, the other guys weren't going to murder anybody else. Kind of like what you guys were saying. But Cisco, he's he's got underlying intentions. So, but yeah, he and Marky Mark have to have their tough guy, you know, Wild West standoff. And meanwhile, Elliot Gould is traipsing around uh, talking well, about talking mad trash about his wife and only child, saying how she mistreats Melvin and she doesn't deserve him. Or, or why didn't like two of the bad guys sit down at the table and Cisco just wait in the hallway? And, and then when Mark Wahlberg and, sits down, Cisco just shoots him. Yeah, because yeah. now yeah. they've got all these witnesses. Yeah, well, they never killed it. The family escapes. Uh, yeah, I know. They, yeah. We're looking for logic where there's none to be found. The point is they get into a, a gunfight because the Elliot Gould is so drunk that he ends up pulling the tablecloth off the table where everybody's hiding their weapons. Oh. <laughs> and Elliot and pukes he, all over Blue Cisco. Diamond Phillips. Yeah. Somehow Marky Mark manages to shoot two people. It was double barrel. Yeah, but yeah, still he, they he, weren't sitting close enough together nah, for that. I, that's a sawed off shotgun, double barrel, both at the same time. That Probably would it really blow them backwards like no. that? No, it okay. no, not at all. No. I was about to no. say it seemed a little dramatic. But it it would have 
it probably <laughs> probably would have killed both of them. Oh, oh Elliot Gould. Elliot Gould. I'm glad. I'm glad Elliot Gould is still acting. Because imagine if this was his last <laughs> his, oh, his swan suck. song, his swan so song. to speak. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. But I even like watching, even with no sound, watching Lou Diamond Phillips. His facial He's expressions. He's so expressive. Is, yeah. Is amazing. He's like a cartoon character, especially he with is. those cap teeth. My God. It makes you really want to see Lou Diamond Phillips in something now. Yeah. That's a real like it, Lou Diamond Phillips in something directed by like Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Would be it would it would be incredible. But here's we going back to um, Marky Mark being all. You gonna break up with me? Yeah. Uh, so Pam breaks up with him, and he even apologizes to her mom. I guess this is goodbye, man, Mrs. Shulman. Sorry about the meal and all. And it's just so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's in a shootout in his own kitchen, and it just this movie is <laughs> trash-tastically beautiful. Yeah, it's like it's like a really really buff. Rick. I love the guy who runs in and he, <laughs> the gun he slides plays on the glass and yeah. he's just trying to, you know, keep a straight face. Uh, but yeah, so Melvin peels out and what is he driving? It looks like a Firebird. I see, yeah, I think it's a Firebird. No, no, no. It's a no that, car. What was it? Uh, I think it's a Firebird. Knight Rider. Who was Knight Rider? Isn't that the same the model Trans Am. Trans Am, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. And they're all in their Chrysler minivans. And they're having a shootout in, you know, middle class suburbia. Now Melvin's on the run, and he doesn't oh, realize. Oh, and here we go. The bad guy's in the jag. And meanwhile, Joe, Laura, and Chantel just are villains. driving in circles around because they're trying to go to L.A., but they, he like doesn't have a map or something and keeps getting them lost. <laughs> and and every, everybody's story finally you know, collides. Yeah. collides yes. yeah, at the end. And <laughs> you got the hitman hanging out on the side of the car, and Melvin has completely forgotten at this point that Kiko's in the back of his car. Uh, yeah, I was I was just thinking about that. Like, your your whole objective is saving this girl's life. Maybe don't just aerate it isn't the car. At this point, he's no, he's get he's running away from Cisco. He doesn't know she's in the car. Wait, no, but Cisco's climbed, goons. No, they don't know she's in the car either. They don't know where she is. They should probably make that assumption if they know that he's the person who's holding her. I'm just saying. I don't know. I, oh no, I the jag. <laughs> I don't think a lot of stuff. Uh, he just, did you see? He just uh, rammed into that jag, right? Yeah. Later, when it's in the tree, is it? Does it have the smashed up front? I don't think so. Just note that. Yeah. And also, the money flies out. So Chantel has taken a briefcase of Melvin's money. Uh, it was like twenty-five grand. And also, what other item popped out of the suit or the briefcase? The VHS tape. Oh, yeah. King Kong. Uh, yeah. Laura stole. Yes. And uh, so it, it's so funny because Melvin, he just ties up all these different storylines where he faces off with Chantel and he's like, you stole my copy of King Kong Lives. You should be ashamed of yourself. And just walks away from her. It's so great. Yeah. But, and they, 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 You're right about yeah. Kiko because she has, she's just been in a car chase where the, the car is now Swiss cheese and she yeah. so should be dead by now. But they pull over and she's like, that was intense. And it's just, oh she God. is an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. She all day is, long. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you know, cutting herself in the trunk. You know? <laughs> oh, this is so good. <laughs> uh, Mark Wahlberg, run. Well, and even later, because they wind up of all places, they wind up at Big Top freaking video so he can return that damn tape 
Yeah. And he faces off with the, the geeky little kid who runs it. And but, he's like, this is the rudest store I have ever interacted with. I will never rent videotapes here. And uh, what was the... All righty uh, then. <laughs> what, was the, <laughs> what was the pertinent... Uh, poster that was in the video store. Oh, Mr. well, Brown. it was a bunch of trauma. <laughs> no, there was also the adult section. The one person that rented the oh, yeah. videos, he yeah. had his own you know, customer, of the, of, the customer of the month. I know, and, and Lou, Lou Diamond up. Phillips actually stops yeah, and looks at it. Yeah. 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 It just gives it a disgusted look. Because again, it's, it's not a video store, it's a set piece cage fight place that has shelves of videos in it. And you meanwhile, know. The, and Ironically enough, the one person who appreciated Kiko's dad's horrible film, Taste the Golden Spray, was the manager of the store. Because when they, I don't think we mentioned this part, he had a completely golden, uh, uh, yes. yeah. what's it called? Gold-plated. Um, Gold-plated. Statuette or Stand-ups. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they put it at the top, in the ceiling to decorate the video store. <laughs> and meanwhile, they end up jumping on it and swinging back and forth like monkeys. It's just it's just Well, that's that, that's thing. that's kung fu action crime shooting bang bang movie and stuff Laura and Chantel lose their ride to Cisco and they may be killed yeah because Paris they may be because because we don't see anything past that shot of Chantel looking back at him with the gun and yeah because he's asking so you don't know I mean what direction Melvin's going in um yeah we we are going to take a quick break all right And when we come back, we will conclude this action-packed episode of Hindsight is Horrifying. And we are back. Sorry, my eyes rolled. I was trying to remember where the camera is. Yeah, it's right there. It's It's a very, very, it's a very small lens. That's what she said. And we are back to watching... The big hit. Yes, we are. Uh, so which, Darth, which is blessedly close to yeah, the end. You had mentioned that uh, China Chow and Mark Wahlberg dated after this film. Do you have any more details about that? How long did that relationship last? Jason mentioned it. Four years. Four years. Four years. Wow. Yep. Four years. I could of see. Look at that. Oh, it's yeah. I know. I mean, look we, at the kisses. I thought the kisses were well over the top with the tongue and the oh yeah the heavy lip and the driving it deep. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys just. Continue the show. I know. I'm gonna. I just need to watch yeah. this. <laughs> now this we is know. Where we, now we know. One continuity error that I noticed. Oh, is that yeah. You're right. The the back of the car completely crumpled. Yeah. And then it immediately uncrumpled. It, yeah. So it has yeah. to have been a kit. And now look at the front of the car. The front of the car is perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Even though it just went off a cliff yeah. onto a tree. Onto a that's tree. Somehow supporting its weight. Wow. Doctor Grant. <laughs> Doctor Settler. God. Um, and they, <laughs> I look. Serpentine. Babu. Jags, Jags are great, but they're not really known for off road. No. Yeah, but yeah. this was in a park in Ontario, Canada. And yeah, sure. it was that an XJ6 though? Yeah. Those are good for those are good off road cars. Yeah. Those are those those, those were beefier. Yeah, yeah. Those were a lot beefier. I'm sure she had uh, some self-consciousness going on because she had to like do all these crazy stunts in the shortest skirt that you can possibly get away with. No, I've seen sh- I've seen shorter. I said that you could possibly <laughs> get away with and still be decent, but you know what do I know? My mother and, was a saint. <laughs> but oh God. <laughs> Melvin pulls he he pulls the same mistake as uh, Doctor Grant in Jurassic Park because Cisco's. Chasing him downhill in a jaguar in a, in in a a jag- in the woods, and, and he just runs straight away from it. Okay, yeah, he it, finally does sort of curve off to the side to shoot at him, but it takes him way too long to realize that that's what he should. Yeah, be doing. it's the uh, the Prometheus 
thing with uh, Charlize Theron where she's running away from the ship that's going to crash, and if she just turned left, she'd have been fine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know? Serpentine. It's sort of like if you're being chased by a shark, your best bet is get out of the water. Probably best, <laughs> you know? yes. Yeah. By the time you're being yeah. chased by a shark, though, getting out of the water is usually not an option. <laughs> Because they're, they're kind of quick, from what I understand. <laughs> yeah, faster than a jet ski. Deep blue tea. Deep blue tea. Deep blue tea. Deep blue tea. I'm pity the fool. That's a movie I would watch. I care now. You deep made me care more. Oh, okay. So you, oh, I was going with a Mr. T. That's I said what water I heard. Okay, okay, yeah. Yes. Uh, but anyway. The yeah. prequel would no, be. No, I got what you were going for. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. cool. Uh, we never fall down strange rabbit holes. In oh, no, impressions. he dropped the videotape. He dropped the videotape. Now, th- there's a lot of st- incredible stunts, I thought, here. Mm-hmm. Being well, that's done. the Hong Kong part. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, they're, they're stunt movies. I mean, this is a John Woo scene and right here. The, the, only thing, the only thing that it's missing is the, is the white doves flying in front of the camera. And to that end, during the foot car chase in the woods towards the end, Melvin drops his video cassette and Cisco stops the car, and they have a Mexican standoff. It's a trademark of the legendary action movie director, what John makes, Woo. What makes it a Mexican standoff? It's a Mexican stalemate out there. No, but I'm serious. Know. Like, what, what makes it, like, not just... A standoff? It, like, an Irish standoff. <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the quality that changes it into yeah, a Mexican... I think it might have been the spaghetti westerns or something. Yeah. Or something. I, maybe, maybe. Maybe. Oh, no. King the Kong bandit's wins. car. <laughs> Yeah, it falls at just the right time, and guess what the cars do, gentlemen? They, they explode. They explode. each other and explode, and you think that, you think Cisco's dead. You think so. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He knows how to serpentine, because he yeah. jumped yes, out of the car exactly. and into the very conveniently placed reservoir uh, where the cars were busy exploding. Mm. Luckily, he dove under the water just in time. Just when you think, finally we can rest for a moment. And get some loving out of Finally, the Finally, we can have sex. Yes. Get some loving going. Yeah, the most expensive stand-up in the history of oh motion God, picture marketing. And we didn't say what Taste the Golden Spray was about. Uh, it's an I don't, I don't even remember what it was about. The, the dad, so what was his name again? Jiro Nishi. He made an action movie about himself. Yes. And directed it himself. Of course, as and you do. starred in it. Yeah. Yeah. So he directed. Uh, yes, yeah, he, he started, started yeah. it. So uh huh. And produced it. Yeah, and just it it was a complete box office flop. But as opposed to this movie, which the most expensive movie ever made, according yes. according to his it's a Waterworld of its time. Yeah. Yeah. Was this before Fictional Waterworld or after? It was after. It was ninety eight, so it would have been after. Waterworld was but yeah, early nineties. Big hit did pretty well. Uh, the budget was thirteen million, and the box office was twenty seven. That's a win. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a win. Considering the fact that I looked that up is because you were asking me if this movie ever actually went to theaters, or if it was just a straight. Oh, I'm sure it VHS did. Really? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it had the box office, but yeah. Oh, there we go, Cisco. It's like the flames are chasing him from that explosion. Yeah. It was very specific. I and want then, spinny knives. <laughs> spinny knives look fun. I yeah. just yeah. do that. I do that all the time. He's just got like I'd be like waiting in line at Subway. Just spin <laughs> <my> <laughs> sharp and knives and yeah, I'm going to take you down. Oh, What's cooler, spinny knives or uh, throwing stars? I, I like. I like. Throwing I, I'm stars. a big fan of throwing stars. Shuriken, we yeah, call yeah, them. Sure where I come from. How yeah. much can you really accomplish with throwing stars? Not a lot, but but they're fun. Yeah, but Ninja I mean, Star if, credit you, card. if you if you got a lot of them, you know, or throwing knives, you know, those are fun. 
Well, you the can little, actually little throw tiny. knives to some effect. No, but I mean, like the ones that are like designed for throwing. Oh, like you the know, like the balanced ones. Yeah, that, you okay. know. right. I know what you're talking about. But, uh, I bought some from a gun show when I was a kid. Mysteriously, they went missing, like uh, the next day, because mm. my my parents found them and threw them in the garbage. Aww. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing good, good. Good for you, mom and dad. Good, good for you. Knives. Yeah. See, that's the change in perspective once again. Like how you cheer for Ferris when you're young, then you cheer. For oh Cameron, yeah. And then you cheer for Rooney. Yeah. Because. You see it because we and were then, having, and then when you read the news, you don't cheer for Rooney anymore. That's very true. <laughs> or or cast him in a movie unless wah, you're Tim wah. Burton. Uh, but yeah, it's a, we were having this conversation. Look at all the uh, all the movie posters are trauma, uh, trauma movies. Like um, yeah, that's that was actually one of my facts. Okay, all right, all right. well then I'll let you have that one. Oh, I've got to find it though. So, uh, but that was pretty much it. There he is, number one customer of the month. Adult selection. Adult selection <laughs> section. Crunch. What was his name? Crunch. 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 <laughs> Crunch. Just a big smile. That's like almost that. That joke though is so out of place. It's like a Leslie Nielsen gag. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, it's oh, like yeah. the bad guys looking up at a funny picture is like from the Naked Gun. Yep. And that's I think the critique of the movie is that it never, it never settles on a tone. Mm-hmm. It never really knows what it wants to be, no. right? Because like you it's don't so all over the place. Yeah, I mean, like you can do a Naked Gun movie, but you don't have the same kind of romance stuff that that they have in this. You can do the romance stuff, but then do you also have the the goofball the stuff? Farcical. Yeah, it's Farcical almost like sign. you expect fart jokes and well, Brendan Fraser to be in it. You know? Hey. No, I like. Oh, okay. I was about to say. No, I, I wasn't. Love the, I, I, I love Brendan Fraser. He's actually got a new movie coming. I out. heard that he's back. The internet is losing their damn minds it's a over buzz. it too. Yeah, because yes. as it turns out, we all loved him. Yes. He should never have gone he's away. Magnificent. Yeah. Like, well, I and I, uh, I forgot to verify that when we were talking about the Mummy Returns. What that he's magnificent? I can verify. No, no, no. We definitely covered that portion of it. But the reason why he, did, I think he got blackballed for accusing someone of bad behavior in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, so, and it's Brendan Fraser. If any man, if I'm going to believe any man about being sexually yeah. assaulted, yeah. it's probably Brendan yeah. Fraser. <laughs> like, yeah. He wouldn't make that up. He's Brendan so Fraser, awesome. yeah, because he is one of those few guys in Hollywood that if it's like, oh, my kid needs to be babysat for the night. Okay, Brendan Fraser's going to yeah, do Brent, You know what? I, and his I, girlfriend doesn't even need to come with him. Like, yeah, I, I, trust I, him I feel like that's okay. Kid. You know. Yeah, I could totally see that. But uh, Cisco does have Or nice... Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, kid. <laughs> We're going to have you, a fun evening. I want some applesauce. <laughs> you, you're talking to me all wrong. It's <laughs> the wrong tone. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, that, was, that was very good. That was that was very very good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, Cisco actually gets his come up and and he's holding an explosive. It's got fourteen seconds the left. The same explosive from earlier yeah. in the movie. That's uh, what I thought. The yeah. cold fusion explosive. Uh, but he tries to get the last laugh because he pretends to sympathize with melvin he's like i just wanted to sail my boat you know and then, uh, i want then to he empathize. takes the explosive off of uh marky mark and uh sets it for detonation uh, okay so i have a question here too mm-hmm. clearly marky mark didn't think that he was going to survive the explosion no he's trying to save her life so yeah i mean but he loves her but was she in danger well yeah because that what? thing was about no. to explode no he <laughs> runs back in no because yeah. he knows He's he's no he's taking his chances with the explosion as opposed to his boss who just pulled up shooting him in the face. Oh okay. Because Harris <laughs> shows up and that's a certain death that he knows he can't. He's just choosing 
the lesser of the poisons. Melvin need to buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, I <laughs> seriously, that building exploded. Yeah, that, there was a lot car. of gas in that explosion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. for this, sure. This, this well, it, it was a moment like the it was, feather. Yeah, it was a video store slash creosote storage facility. <laughs> but I think, a lot of fertilizer yeah, in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a side gig. Yeah, fertilizer sales. You see, they knew they knew what was coming with yeah. Netflix and everything, oh, so God. they were trying to branch out. Jason, if they. If they ever remake this movie they have to put this one little bit in just for you and me where melvin has uh his polaroid hung up on the wall in the store because he has kept the videotape for too long so he's like a video store criminal but if they ever remake this they need to put the picture they need to get john roberts with like a handful of bread samples <laughs> 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 or like a handful of videos and it says do not rent <laughs> <laughs> what did that baby do he's just a jerk <laughs> <laughs> he's just a jerk but so darth at the end it's a happy ending across yeah just like, just yeah. like many many, <laughs> many. But, and don't forget, they did encounters. say yes. this movie did have me love you long time as a line in this movie. Yeah, that's uh -huh. why I was saying the boyfriend yeah. in the beginning was a complete yeah. racist pig. But here's something to pay attention to, gentlemen. Did you notice that Kiko never knows Melvin's actual name? You oh. assume he tells her later, but right now, so this is the end, and she thinks that she's been oh, pining right. for Marky Mark. Skipper. Yeah, yeah, because when they kidnap her initially, you've got... Uh, the millionaire, right? Gilligan, they were doing the Gilligan Marky Island Mark is, yeah. uh, aliases, skipper, so that they've got their aliases, and so she gets picked up from school. You assume like a year later, and one Vince, the driver, says something to her that makes her think <laughs> of Marky Mark, and she's like, "Skipper, skipper!" They're all excited, thinking that he's come back for her, but then it's Vince, and she gets disappointed. But then Marky Mark shows up with yeah. a flower <laughs> out of the side <laughs> of the car. Marky Mark's like, "You're 18 now, right?" <laughs> <laughs> But can we never... can, can we just you know oh, other, yeah. otherwise I'm taking you on a trip to Austria full circle because <laughs> our the golden stand-up is what saves Marky Mark's life in right. the yeah. historic yeah yeah it well designed the golden stand-up oh, go making out with each other oh my again. god these kisses are and so passionate oh yeah oh that's real <laughs> I bet the director yelled cut and they just didn't stop no that happens a lot on set. and and Dar know. Darth did you uh did you notice the name of the <laughs> Oh, I was trying to. Yeah. I was trying to look to see if it was relevant, and I'm sure it, it is. is. It is relevant. It's uh, it's got uh, Caño Grande. No. <laughs> oh, Grande, Grande Pinocha. <laughs> oh my God! For those of us, yeah. yeah for those in our audience, I wrote the, I wrote the correct version of that. For those movie. in the audience who don't speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> do you want what to does that translate to? You do it. Uh, it refers to a large woman's genitalia. <laughs> I'm not going to say the actual words on camera. It's rather it's a, it's a type of, it's a commonly used word referring uh, to felines. Yes. yes. Uh, yes. And... It indicates that your feline is particularly large. So, but yes. in the beginning, it's an insult that Cisco like, uses against Melvin. Yeah. He calls him... A uh, large Pinochet, feline. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh crap! Hang on, it's gonna play half baked. Let's. There we go. Oh no. <laughs> Which half baked? Is, is half baked available? I uh, yeah, I think um, it was. Looks like it's on yeah. Prime. You oh, might. Oh, 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 Amazon oh. Prime, by the way, did something really cool. They they added a switch that you can flip on the Prime Video page. Yes. To filter out the stuff you have to pay for. Oh, oh nice. So you can just see the stuff that's free to you. 
Yeah, because hindsight they, listeners yeah, note that. That that's is huge. that that's, huge. that's a big deal. Every movie we do from now on huge. is is <laughs> gonna be something that's free. It's like <laughs> Will Wheaton. But, but you have to Will <laughs> Wheaton. <laughs> 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 how, how many times have you seen a movie you wanted to see and then you clicked on it and you're like, Oh right. Yeah, I mean, the other day I thought Parks and Recreation had come to Amazon Prime because I'm not getting another streaming service, Peacock. I'm just not doing it. Uh, oh, but poor, poor Peacock. It. No one like it. No, it's, it's no, not that like I don't Peacock. like it. It's just that I, ca- I can't have that many streaming services. Yeah. I already have to have three just yeah. to cover my bases. And well, what's just... stupid is that they didn't do the thing that uh, like HBO and, and Showtime and all of those guys do where you just go to your Amazon account, you pay like two bucks extra or mm-hmm. five bucks extra. Yeah, I've got HBO. And it, yeah, and it just Amazon adds Prime. it to I'm not paying you 15 bucks or whatever it is, Peacock. It's NBC. No. You know, I mean, you had Seinfeld and Night Court. Yeah, and they took Seinfeld off of Hulu, and I'm so sad. It's but supposedly coming to Netflix it'll eventually. Be it'll be back. Don't worry. I it never like goes that. far. Yeah. But, um, all right. So, out to Seinfeld. <sighs> I mean, it's hard. Uh, it's the first time I saw it. Mine too. So, Cinco. Yeah, five. Track. Yeah, okay. it's a five. Then for me, I'm going to go with a six and a half. Deal breaker right because, there. Uh, now i got to do math. <laughs> yeah, 16 and a half divided by his brain hurts. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go with a six and a five half. Five and a half, maybe. Albany. Five and a half. <laughs> 42. <Yeah. laughs> I'm going to go with six and a half because, like I said, when I was younger and I first saw this movie, I was just sort of mooning over Marky Mark. And I just took it too seriously as an action movie and didn't realize how hilarious it was and how just campy and ridiculous it was either until I was a bit older and I watched it. And because uh, I think I bought it on. Uh, on DVD at Target about 12 years oh. ago. <laughs> well, th- this is one of those movies that you find in the bin. <laughs> you know? In the bin. Right, ne- right next to Firebirds. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, and I had to appreciate it because this is, uh, Marky Mark is one of the first time, like, a story related to him is one of the first times I felt old. And I think it was with young Adam uh, to whom I had to explain that Marky Mark and Mark Wahlberg are the same person. Whoa. Mind blown. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, are you kidding me? I feel so old right now. This is ridiculous. It's like giving a history lesson. Yeah. To the oh. children. Oh, yeah. Well, there used to be this fella named Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> he was a real looker with that Boston yeah. accent of his. <laughs> I remember he used to take pictures in his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and rap about soda pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so this has been a train wreck of an episode. Yeah. <laughs> this one may never make the air of Hindsiders, but we'll see. Uh, but oh, this was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. It'll be good. We had fun. We laughed. Of course. I we cried. Ooh, I think a record We kissed our 399 goodbye. We did uh, see, I just did the seven-day Showtime free trial on oh, Amazon, and then, then I'm just going to cancel it. Yeah. Oh, smart. Ah, I'm not paying them a nickel. It's a waste of a trial. I'm not making them. Though. Well, what else does Showtime have? That's an excellent point. <laughs> oh, four brothers. They're just brothers. They're just, they're just brothers. <laughs> In a van. All right, Dart, take us home. All right, Hindsiders, thank you once again for joining us for our farcical nonsense on Hindsight is Horrifying. This has been Darth, Jason, and Adam appreciating you joining us for your drive time, your listening time. You're essentially cooking a chicken time. This has been Hindsight and good night. <laughs> <laughs>